Welcome to the Comic Web's Old Time Radio Podcast. Each week we feature an episode from the golden years of radio. We also offer two other podcasts. Our other audio podcast is the Superman Old Time Radio Program, and we have a video podcast of old movie serials. Right now we are showing the Undersea Kingdom. Just go to our website for information on how to download the podcast, or just type Comic Web into iTunes and it'll show up. We sell all of our old-time radio programs featured in our podcasts, as well as comic books and more. Check us out at comicweb.com. You'll get some of my brief commentary after our episodes. This week we present an episode of Lights Out called Spider. Then we lighten the mood up with a brief Baby Snooks vignette. Ironized Yeast presents Lights Out, everybody. machine gun bullets and with 25 caliber automatic rifles. There was a time, though, when the sound in the jungle was that of insects and the raucous call of jungle birds. Men went into the tropical forest for high adventures or to make money. It's of these times that our story is tonight. And now, lights out, everybody. Look at him. Better if it had wings big as an airplane to take us out of this hellhole. I bet I'll get ten francs for this one. <laughs> if we get out of the jungle alive. Oh, I'll get out. Aye. You mean we? You wouldn't leave me here? Uh, don't worry, Dixie. You get in this with me and you'll get out of it with me. Uh, it's good to sit down. Until the ants begin to eat you. Oh, cut it out, will you? Can't you do anything but sing the blues? Uh, I suppose I should be happy. Should sing a song because the sun is burning me up because the insects bite me. Because I'm here in this devil's hole, half the world away from my home. Cut it out. If I like it any better than you do, it's our only chance, see? Catching these bugs is our only chance to get the door and get out of here. But the sun. Beats. You think the sun's any colder working on the mines? You think the sun's any colder sitting out there on the beach tearing your heart out of every time you see a boat heading back? Tell you, Dixie, the jungle's the only chance we have to get out of here, and by the devil, I'm taking it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I know it's as you say. Our only chance. Sure, there is. Now snap out of it. Had a couple of days like this one, and we'll have caught enough of these bugs to head back to the coast. But will we get through? 
Listen, Dixie, when I say I'm getting out of here, I'm getting out. But the natives say... Cut it out, I tell you. Nothing's going to stop me. But if we do get out, how do we know that Mr. Renak will buy the butterflies? Listen, he said he would, didn't he? Oh, what a man says. Yeah? Why shouldn't he buy them? Gives us a franc apiece and then sells them all over the world for plenty of them. But who would waste money on such things? Don't you know nothing? Schools, museums, they pay plenty of dough for these jungle butterflies. But why should anybody... Oh, forget it, I tell you. Yeah, hot enough without you shooting your mouth up all over, all over the time. Now, I still, I tell you, forget it. All right. I'll forget it. Joe. Huh? I seen you laugh to yourself. Why do you laugh? I'm just thinking. What? I'm thinking what you said before about a butterfly with wings like an airplane. Yeah. Funny, ain't it? Two big guys like you and me. Guys that shot the works from arson and murder. Both of us depended on what? To get us out of the jungle and back to where we came from. <laughs> Handful of blue and red and purple butterflies. Yeah, that's the way it is. Mm, funny, ain't it? If anybody told me a couple of years ago that I'd be chasing bugs, I'd have slugged them. The bugs are all the chance I got now. That's right. <laughs> you know, it's a funny thing. When I was a kid, I used to chase butterflies, too. <laughs> Dinky little white ones all around the empty lot and back of the... What's the matter with you, Dixie? <laughs> what are you staring at? You... You didn't see it? See what? What is there to see with a... Ladies? No. Then what? Then why? From behind that tree. He looked out at me. He... What are you talking about? Who looked out at you? A spider. And I think it was as large as a dog. Again. But I must have seen it. I, I must have seen it. It was all so clear. Look, I tell you, it was nothing but a monkey hanging there. <laughs> Spider. But I saw... Go on, the heat's frying your brains. Go on to sleep. Yeah. Sleep. I'll try. Mosquito got it under the netting. You get it? You no, get it? Oh, no. I got it. <laughs> Another one? Uh, hole in the netting. That's what's the matter? Uh, might as well get up and fix it. Blasted stuff is falling apart with mildew. Joe! Joe! What do you want? Don't go too close to the edge of that clearing. What are you talking about? I'm just going to fix the netting so that. Joe, what? Joe, what is it? Joe! 
okay. Yeah, but you... You screamed. Yeah. Well? I saw it, too. We're sitting at the edge of the clearing in the moonlight. Yeah. Spider is big as a dog.
Well, say, uh, since we caught the big fella? <laughs> three. Yeah, three days. You haven't said it? You're telling me. Why do you... Because I'm playing it smart. Pretty soon that thing won't be caring much about anything. Then I'm going to slip the bottom of that cage and off we go. They say such creatures can live for a long time without eating. Mm -hmm. Not when they're that size. I figure that sitting out there in that sun all day, well, in about a week it won't care much whatever we do with it. Joe. Yeah. How could such a creature be? What do you mean, how could it be? You're looking at it, ain't you? But such a spider. <laughs> it's there. That's all it means anything to me. But such a giant creature. That's it. It's a giant, ain't it? Well, you've seen giant human beings in circuses, haven't you? They just happen, that's all. That's the way this spider happened. So black. Yeah. The midnight special, ain't he? Those big, hairy legs. Once I saw an octopus. Huh? Devilfish. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. And this one looks like a, a dry land devilfish, is that it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, will that make a billboard of the circus sideshow? Will we clean up? The legs, the strength they must have. Mm-hmm, not when I get over it. Look at it, Joe, be honest. Huh? Isn't there a strange fascination when you look at it closer? What are you talking about? Its eyes. Well, how they shine. So what? As if there was a thought behind them. You're starting that again. All these three days it sits there so quietly. Its eyes like burning flames just watching. Cut watching. it out, cut it out. If it is thinking. I'm afraid of what it is thinking. couldn't take it anymore. He's off looking for a cool spot. But me? Uh, I didn't want to leave you alone, Spider. I didn't want to leave my meal ticket. You're going to be a big-time attraction on the boardwalk in some big-time circus, Spider. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're a screwy-looking thing, Spider. They won't believe you until they see it. The fellas going to cost them plenty before they do see it. Hey, Spider. Why'd you move? Spider. You're not dead. Get a stick, Spider. Bless you, you're not dead. You can't be dead. It's been only a week since. You can't be dead. You're my chance. You can't be dead. Curled up with your legs over you. Bless your move. Reach in and see. Look over. Go me. The bastard devil. You fool me. Let go. Let go of my arm. Get away. Let go. Dixie. Dixie. The spider. Come on, Dixie. Joe. Joe, where are you? Joe. 
suddenly so quiet. Joe! Where's the man? He said he'd be here. He said... Buddy. Buddy, what... Cried up. What? Joe! Joe, come quickly. I found a body. Joe, come quickly. Must see who? <gasps> Joe. Joe, it's you. Joe, how did this... What? The spider. But how... Gone. Gone from the cage. And what he did to you, Joe... Might come back while I was staying here. Might come back. Gotta get out. Yeah, get things together. Butterfly, take boxes and get out before. Something move behind that tree. No, it won't get me. Won't get me. It won't get me. Oh. Oh. My foot pushed it. Must have broken my. Oh. Gotta get away. Get away, yes, I will. I spider, come back. Oh no, 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 no,
no closer. No, no. Going back? Well, what? On Joe. Crawling over him. But Joe is dead. Why does he... What is the spider going to... Spinning a web over him. Turning him around and around like a fly. Covering him with that thick silk. This morning I'm alive. I'm alive. Someone come. Get a high. Who? So heavy a wolf it can't be that devil spider. Must be one of the savages here. Help me. See who? Joe. It is Joe alive. Joe. Joe, I'm here. Joe, I'm here. Wait for me. Joe, why do you stand there? I must have had a dream. All that happened, yes, a dream last night. Oh, it's such a funny nightmare to tell you. Joe, why do you just stand there? Why do you just look at me? Your eyes, the sun shines in them, they hurt me. Don't look at me like that, Joe. Your eyes so dark, so big. I say closer, closer, my friend, come closer. I have such a happy thing to tell you closer. I hear you. I like what your eyes are singing to me, Joe. Yes, I come closer. Uh, you keep telling me that happy thing. Uh, yeah. I'm close to you now, Joe. Tell me what your eyes... Your hand. Why do you grab my arm? Your other hand, my other arm. Why do your fingers hold my arm so tight? They hurt me. Another arm on my shoulder. Joe, Another arm holding my neck. Joe, so many arms. How can it be? Joe, it is you. I see your face, but your eyes bigger and bigger. Sun so strong in my head, burning my head inside. Is that why I see such crazy things, Joe? Joe, why don't you say something? Your eyes bigger and bigger, burning into my head. Now your face is changing. Joe, it is you. Then why doesn't your face... <gasps> Joe, that sound. Your face, your arms. Spider. You are the spider. The spider. Your eyes fooled me, didn't they? Made me think I was seeing Joe, but all the time it was you, Mr. Spider. They're wonderful eyes you have, Mr. Spider. I'm not afraid anymore. Isn't that a joke? Your black arms pull me close. I see the poison dripping from your fangs. 
but I'm not afraid. That's very funny. When the worst thing really happens, you're not afraid. I'm not afraid. Your fangs. Closer. Closer. I'm not afraid. tonight was just in fun, which reminds me of vacations, of which few of us are going to have any this year. And speaking of vacations, I'd like to tell you about a very amazing vacation I once had, visiting haunted houses. And after that vacation, I was badly in need of something our government wants most very much these days. Nurses. Now, here's some facts, and please listen, because they concern each of you. Unless the nurse power of the entire nation is reinforced by the enrollment of 65,000 students in schools of nursing for 1943, all of us face a real threat to civilian health. Therefore, beginning immediately and continuing through the spring and summer months, nursing must be considered America's number one woman power shortage. I'd like to say some words that the government said. 65,000 young women must dedicate their lives so that others might live. Now about haunted houses. Well, I visited all the legendary haunts up in New England, but, well, I went through the moss-covered old piles and creaky-floored structures and weather-beaten homes and all the places where the souls of the unhappy departed are supposed to walk through the night. <laughs> what happened? I caught a, a violent cold oh. and met a little old lady. Oh, who's she? Well, you'll meet her next week in a play titled Little Old Lady. And to all of you, I have a very, very cordial invitation to an amazing little old lady... Next week. Yes, tune in next Tuesday again for Arch Obler's eerie story, Little Old Lady. It is later than you think. Well, Daddy, played by Hanley Stafford, is putting on a minstrel show for his lodge, so he has decided to visit the public library for technical research and also to browse through a few joke books. Naturally, he couldn't escape the clutches of his dynamic offspring, so we find them both on the steps of the library. Listen. Now, Snooks, before we go in, you must understand one thing. No noise. Exactly. You must be as quiet as a mouse. Don't raise your voice above a whisper and walk on your tiptoes. Is anybody dead in there? Nobody's dead in there. But a lot of people come to the library to cogitate. Don't they feel good, Daddy? They feel fine. The people who go to the library don't wish to be disturbed while they're meditating. That's why you will behave better than you ever have before. Will I? You will if you want to go in there with me. I will. All right. Well, let's go. And remember, conduct yourself like a little lady. Comprehend? Copperhead. Very well. Wait a minute, Daddy. Now, what is it? I got a noisy feeling coming over me. Now, Snooks, I warned you. It's gone now, Daddy. I'll be very quiet. Okay. <laughs> Hold on to my hand. What's in the library, Daddy? Books. Thousands of books. Did Uncle Louie make them? 
No, of course not. Well, Mommy said it. Uncle Louie was a bookmaker. Never mind that. <laughs> Just don't snoop around so much. And don't repeat everything you hear. Why? Because that's gossiping. Leave that to your mother. Huh? Nothing. So with all females. If there were just three women left in the world, do you know what they'd do? No. Two of them would get together and talk about the other one. Why? Because they would. If there were three men left in the world, what would they do? I don't know. Come on in. Would they get together and look for the three women? <laughs> Forget about the men and the women. We're going inside now, so be quiet. Who's that man behind the desk? Shh. He's the librarian. I have to talk to him. Oh, uh, excuse me. Yes, sir. May I help you, sir? What's he scared about, Daddy? <laughs> I told you not to raise your voice. Keep quiet. Call on a picture book. Just a minute. Uh, I'm looking for some books on minstrelsy. Certainly. Have you any particular book in mind? No, I'm putting on a minstrel show, and I'd like to... Oh, I want a picture, girl. Careful, sweetheart. Careful. Mustn't climb up on my desk. Snooks, <laughs> come off that desk. Oh, I I'm awfully sorry. Oh, she didn't hurt anything. Lively little thing, isn't she? Snooks, what did I tell you before we came in? Now, little girl, there are lots of picture books on the shelves over there. I'll see what that, what I can find for you in the meantime. Come on, Snooks. Where are we going? Into the reading room. Daddy! Snooks, don't you see that sign on the wall? What sign? Right there. S-I-L-E-N-C-E. -E. Well, I'm smoking. <laughs> It says silence. Uh -huh. Silence! Please! <laughs> Is there no place a soul can commune with the masters? <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Uh, she'll be quiet. Thank you. Is this the reading room, Daddy? Yes. Well, why is that man writing? Because he wants to write. Well, why don't he go to the writing room? There isn't any writing room. Well, you said this is the reading room. I know. But people stand in sitting rooms, don't they? Why don't they sit on? Because there's no sitting room. Well, how... Oh, you... keep quiet. You're irritating that man, Snooks. Oh, I'm a picture boy! Oh, this is really too much. Oh, hey, excuse me, sir. Come over here, Snooks. That man's got a picture book, Daddy. Well, it's not the kind you want. Why? Because it's a book on archaeology. What's that? It's the study of lost races. Did you write it? No. Well, you never win. It has nothing to do with horse races. And you mind your business. Please! Oh, excuse me, sir. See, you'll cause me plenty of trouble before I get out of here. Look, here's a picture book. Sit down and look at that. I want that book up there. No. That's a book about reincarnation. I like flowers. <laughs> reincarnation isn't about flowers. It's a theory that when you leave this world, you return again in some other form. 
Can I come back as a devil? No, you can't be the same thing twice. <laughs> oh, look at these wonderful pictures. Now, how look at that man, Hawks. Snooks, come back here. How, mister? I prefer to be left alone. Why? Excuse me, sir, is this your daughter? Yes. What do you call this sweet little child? Snooks. Then for heaven's sake, call her! Oh, I want to see his picture. Snooks, you heard what the man said. Come away from there at once. I want to see what he's writing. Take your hands off my precious nose. Stop her, Snooks! I want to see Oh, she's gone. That's the last straw. Let's go home, Daddy. <laughs> oh, there you are. Here are your minstrel books, sir. Minstrel books? For 40 years I've worked on this masterpiece only to have it wrecked by a black-faced comedian. I'm sure you can piece those papers together again. I know. Out of my sight! Take him away! Oh, you'd better leave, sir. He gets very violent. All right. Come with me, Snooks. Where are we going, Daddy? This is a library. You must be very quiet. Let me close this door. Can't you wait till we get home, Daddy? I'm sorry, Snooks, but this must be attended to right away. Oh, shall I turn over? Place yourself across that bench. Thank you. You're welcome, Daddy. Ready? Ready. Well, here we go again. Finished? Yes. And Snooks, although you thoroughly deserved it, it hurt me worse than it did you. I knew it would, Daddy. Well, what do you mean? Well, I stuck the picture book in my panties. <laughs> oh, you little cow! <laughs> Thank you, Baby Snooks, Daddy, and Con. If it was midnight on Wednesday, then the radio was tuned to NBC for Lights Out, a show that featured tales of the supernatural and the supernormal. It was the first of the horror suspense radio shows predating Inner Sanctum and Suspense. At first, the show was written by Willis Cooper. He emphasized great sound effects and gripping stories. Then in 1936, Arch Obler took over the writing, and he brought the show to its huge successes. Hit stories like Cat Wife and Chicken Heart still evoke memories today. As an aside, if you get a chance, listen to Bill Cosby's comedy routine on the Chicken Heart. That may be what really got me into old-time radio programs. The stories called for all sorts of horror, the breaking of bones, blood dripping, heads being severed, and who can forget human flesh being eaten. The glory of the show is that they had a sound effects team that was up to the challenge. And rather than actually kill people for the show, they experimented and found out that a soaked rag thrown against a wall sounded like a body slamming against pavement. Maple syrup sounded like blood, and so on, and so on, and so on. The stories are also notable for the chances that Obler took. He played with first-person narratives, stream of consciousness. In short, he pushed the envelope of what radio could deliver. This show had such a following that when NBC tried to cancel the show in 1937, fans protested in the hundreds and kept the show going. Lights Out ran from 1934 through 1939. Then it went through several reboots, each less successful than the previous one. The last radio show aired in 1947. 
then lights out transferred to television from 1949 to 1952. Our second episode was Baby Snooks. Snooks was the brainchild of comedian and former Zigfield Follies star Fanny Bryce. Bryce claimed that Snooks emerged as part of her vaudeville act in 1912 as a caricature of Baby Peggy, who was a popular child star of the day who appeared in ruffles and curls and flounces and looked Bryce like a strawberry ice cream soda. She based the personality of Snooks, a slyly impish infant, on her own childhood. Bryce first played Snooks on the radio in, in Zigfield Follies on, of the Air, in a bit written by Philip Rapp and David Freeman, adapted from a sketch by Robert Jones Burdett. Rapp continued to write for her when Bryce moved on to the Good News Show. Bryce was finally given her own show in 1944, called Toasty's Time, which was soon renamed the Baby Snooks Show. Snooks became the primary element of Bryce's repertoire to the extent that in later years she rarely appeared in public out of character. The show soon became a favorite of radio listeners and presented a style of adversarial comedy that presaged the Pickersons in Baby Snooks, Daddy Higgins, played by Hanley Stafford, and Mommy Higgins, played by Arlene Harris, were constantly bickering, the conflict invariably prompted by manipulative, blackmailing, double-crossing Snooks, who found endless entertainment in the strife. And now, kids, it's time for our Comic Web Radio Secret Society code. 18, 23, 27, 8, 3. Just enter this code at www.comicweb.com slash secretsociety.htm. Deciphering the code will give you all the benefits of membership in the Comic Web Radio Secret Society. Benefits include more free episodes, fun facts, a certificate of membership, and you get 15% off any order from the Comic Web. Just use the word on checkout where we ask for a coupon code. The code again is 18 23 27 83. If you have any comments on how to improve our podcast, please send an email to us or fill out the survey on our website. Our email is editor at comicweb.com, and we would appreciate anyone leaving reviews for, of the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else. Thanks, and have a good week.